Hey y'all, it's Latte. Before we get into tonight's episode, I just wanted to say thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in every single week. I appreciate your support so much. I could not do what I love without all of you. With that being said, I did want to share some reviewers of the week. You guys know if you leave me a review, a five-star rating on any of my platforms, so that is YouTube, Spotify, Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, I will read it um, before the episode gets started. So here we go. From Fiona Fox 10, she gave me five stars. She said, love the homework and value this podcast gives. Right on, Fiona. I'm so happy that you enjoy the podcast. The next review is from Leah Michelle Photos. You guys, this is my one of my favorite photographers to work with for my coaching program. Um, she is just amazing and she captures dancers in their true essence. I just, I really appreciate everything Leah does with uh, my coaching program and just for the dance community. She says, Loving Latte's podcast, listen to Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. This one resonated with me and hopefully it does the same for you. What I learned and love about this episode is Latte's gift and ability to visualize what she wants and to also know what she wants. She goes after it even if she may not have felt 100% ready. She preaches just do and practices what she preaches. This is a woman who doesn't give up on herself and that is number one. I met Latte through dance and have been fortunate to witness her growth as a dance artist to a coach. She has been inspirational to me and my personal dance journey. She shines bright in the dance community and has the best vibe ever. Listen to her podcast, invest in her as your dance coach. She will ignite a fire in you. Leah, I appreciate your kind words so much and it has been amazing watching you grow as a business owner and a photographer as well. The next reviewer of the week is from Tina, new artist. She says, love Latte and her style, wisdom, and practical advice that she shares on her podcast. I've been wanting to embrace my creative side by dancing for the first time in my life just five weeks ago. You go, girl. Non-coincidentally, before her episode was released. Life's coincidences. It was the motivation I needed to keep going not just in dancing, but in starting visual arts too, murals, furniture, and sculptures. At this time in my life, I needed advice and encouragement from a personal and real perspective to embrace my creativity. So this podcast came at the perfect time. She delivers her tips and stories in a fun and casual way. Question, aside from creativity, I'm trying to better understand love, if that's okay. Of course it is, girl. How did you know your husband was the one for you? Oh, Tina, first of all, thank you so much for leaving me a review. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm so happy that my podcast just hit you at the right time, girl. It really do be like that. Life's coincidences are crazy. For me, um, you know, coming from a, a couple bad relationships in my teens and my early 20s, um, I knew everything I did not want in a partner and I actually made a list of qualities that I wanted in a partner. So it was, you know, stability, it was uh, reliability. Um, what else did I have on the I had a whole list, like kind of how I do my exercises with uh, my dream life and um, 
you know, my goals. I had a list of, of qualities I wanted in a, a human, a partner. And when I met Aaron, I, he checked off every single box. So I knew that was my husband from the get, um, whether he knew it or not. Um, I definitely did. And I was super persistent about it too. I did not leave him alone <laughs> because I knew that if, if it wasn't him, it was no one. So I hope that helps. But really, uh, I think treating your, your, your love life like one of your goals and um, listing out everything that you expect for yourself is super important because that way when people don't check off those uh, basic needs and those are basic, those basic needs for you, um, then you know that they are not the one. So I hope that helps, Tina. The next review comes from Lazzy15. She says, Latte has really changed the game for me. It's been so nice to have someone who you can trust along the journey who provides consistent advice and guidance that really works. I feel so seen and inspired every single week to keep working towards my creative goals, listening to this podcast. Thank you for all that you do. No, no, no. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you to all of my listeners, whether you left a review or not. I see you. I feel y'all. And I really, I really hope that you guys enjoy everything that I have coming your way. Without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, a.k.a. Lottie Dottie. And today's topic, we have a firsthand account of what it's like loving and living with a dancer and creative. We are talking all about home life balance and how both sides can serve each other better. We have our first guest today on the podcast. Oh, it's my husband. Hi, Aaron. Hey, this everyone. is my husband, Aaron. Aaron, tell us who you are <laughs> and what you do. Uh, so, yeah. What's up, guys? I'm Aaron, and um, I am Latte's husband. Um, in terms of who I am, um, I'm a high-performing uh, entrepreneur, right? So, yeah. You I'm are high-performing. <laughs> nice. Um, but, like, what? So, like you're in sales now you're you so you're in business like what yeah. yeah so i had my own business in like the credit and funding space doing like funding credit repair i did that for a while and now more deeper into like sales high ticket sales like specifically little like side side note like aaron helps me a lot with my back end of coaching stuff like how to create offers for my coaching and what else have you helped me with, with coaching like the systems and like the process taking like payments the framework yeah like the over like just the whole business being more official which i think yeah. that a lot of dancers can like benefit from honestly because i think a lot of dancers are still taking payments via venmo and stuff like cash that app. yeah and a, a lot of creatives too even when i work with videographers a lot of them are like cash or venmo and then we don't really worry about the tax on the right back end but that would be a good episode to yeah or have like an llc to put your money in and exactly right offs yeah that's important you guys you have to know all you have to be a good business owner too yeah. um beautiful so i wanted to bring on aaron because obviously i'm a dancer i'm a creative and i put him through all kinds of crazy fun chaos as he does also put me through all kinds of fun crazy chaos being an entrepreneur so i wanted to get his opinion on what it's like living with a dancer dealing with all of my crazy weird quirks and stuff and 
also um yeah just get his perspective so uh we will just jump right into it let's talk about a little bit about how we met because i know some people out always like ask about that yeah. um there's like different versions i feel like of this story but like i feel like we could be honest yeah just tell the truth yeah just tell the truth go for it you yeah just it. tell the truth tell the truth what happened so just telling the truth Which what was? did i hit you up no, we met through like uh, it was a mutual, mutual friend. It was a mutual friend, yeah. I had a class with somebody. You were living with her at the time, <laughs> and yeah, at that time in my life, I was selling weed. So you know, to put myself <laughs> through school and as a part-time thing, and Latte here was one of my biggest clients at the time. Aaron was my plug, you guys. Yep. That's that's how it started, and then it blossomed, and here we are, ten years later. Exactly, a beautiful relationship. So. Yep. Yeah, that's a little bit of backstory about us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Aaron, do you consider yourself an athlete at all? Yeah, I mean, I've always grown up like doing sports, um, like growing up as a kid, high school, things like that. Now, in terms of like athletic stuff, like I do jujitsu, right? Um, but I would say more specifically, like as an athlete, more so like just like on a mindset type of thing, like specific, like especially like having my own business before, like you have to be like a high performer. It's like, although it's like not in a physical way, it's more in like a mental way, like accountability, discipline, things like that. So not an athlete as like you would, like as a dancer. A mental athlete. But like a, yeah, someone who has high expectations and has to perform at a elite level consistently. Ooh, I like that. I never thought about like an athlete in that sense, but that's actually a really good point. And yeah, you do have to deal with a lot of high stress and like, yeah, dancers also, dancers, performers, athletes, they all have to deal with that kind of mental strength. So we do have that in common. Um, side note, Aaron's always putting me and my middle sister, Reagan, in headlocks and jujitsu. What are those holds? Jujitsu. Yeah, just like takedowns, just throwing you guys around. Yeah. you guys in arm bars. We're always getting chokes. tossed into arm bars and stuff. But there's definitely times where I'm like, Aaron, can you help me figure out this lift? <laughs> I should post that. The lift? Remember when I was having you figure out like the li like a doing a partner lift with me? Oh, yeah. That was funny. So it goes both ways. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> um. Awesome. So would you also, would you consider yourself a creative at all? Um, yeah, again, like in a different way, right? Like I feel like creative, like when it means like to you or like to your audience, like people that are like artists, it's more in like an artistic way. For me, it's always been more of like in a like business type of way, like getting creative with like different ways of like how to like provide a service or create a product that like can make money and things like that. So I feel like my creativity is more in alignment with like business esque stuff versus more like dancing or acting or singing or rapping or things like that. I've never really been, I don't know, just very artistic in that way. But when it comes to like business or things like that, that'd be where a little bit more of like my creativity kind of comes to place, you know? I like that because you know what? Like, I feel like dancers, we're like, so, oh, I'm an artist. Like, I'm not like a normie. You know what I mean? And we mm -hmm. put other people that aren't as creative in the way that we are in like a separate box. Yeah. But like, actually, you are very creative. Like, you are very, I think, I can't remember how long ago is it that you were talking about that if you taught a class or something, it would be called creative. What was Financing. it? Financing. 
creative financing. Yeah. And that's like so creative. Like I'm not, you've had s how many businesses now, babe? Uh, like three? Four? Yeah, I don't know. like really like two main ones. Two, okay, okay. Yeah, two main ones, yeah. But you're like creatively always coming up with new ways of trying to bring in like money streams and yeah, networking and I think that's creative. Yeah, my creativity is more like business-based versus like art. And that's like necessary too because, you know, we need both sides. Yeah, we can't both be like starving artists, you know what I mean? Okay, I don't like that term. <laughs> yeah, but we really definitely can't. So one of us needs to figure out something. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so Aaron's first encounter kind of with my dancing was, I think, go-going. Because mm -hmm. we were like 21, uh, 22 yeah. when we met. Yeah. And I wasn't dancing like how I dance now, like in studios. And I definitely wasn't doing any sort of ballet right. or like at uh, Mesa College or anything like that. I was in streets being a hot girl. Yep. And you dropped me off to, do you remember when you dropped me off at Hard Rock? Hard Rock? Yeah. It was like yeah. Halloween or something. It was Halloween. Of, uh, yeah. I was doing a go-go job at Hard Rock in San Diego and Aaron dropped me off and picked me up. Mm -hmm. Oh, you always been so supportive. Uh, what was you thinking? Were you like, this girl's psychotic? This is wild. Like what kind of, like you've never da dated a dancer before. Right. Right. No. Right. No. Right. No. Okay. What was I thinking? Yeah. Did you think uh, it was weird? I didn't think it was weird. I mean, I thought it was cool. Like, I mean, at that point in our lives too, it was like, we didn't really have like a whole lot of structure mm. at that point. Like I was in school, you were in school. We, we were still partying. Yeah. We we're still partying. We didn't have like full-time careers it was like we we're just working our job that we needed to do to make ends meet so like i mean it i didn't think it, i didn't think anything like weird of it or at all like i was just like okay like Aww. bet this is what you do you said i feel like you're like that with everything your your responsibilities nice mama <laughs> yeah it's like hell yeah you For guys sure, aaron's dude. aaron's like textbook supportive husband hmm. yeah um but yeah, I thought it was cool. I mean, and like you didn't do it for that much longer no. like after we met. I feel like you kind of got over it. And obviously like that's kind of a, I feel like the, that was um, like our lifestyle was trying, was kind of starting to evolve. Cause I feel like we, we met, we were both like partying, having a lot of fun. And then like, I don't know, close to like six months to a year into that. That's when you and I started just getting a little bit more uh like serious with like okay what is it that like we're trying to actually like right. do in life and then like we stopped kind of like partying and like doing that as much it wasn't right. like a all right we got to go out every thursday friday saturday anymore like we kind of yeah go going gets go going gets tiring fast if you're trying to do like a nine to five which i think i was starting to work dental as well too mm -hmm. yeah i think the next time that i was dancing was at mesa college right did yeah. you come and see me at when yeah, i was I doing that your, um I did one, and you guys know the story because I, I told them this story when I was going over, like, my life story. But, like, I I don't know if you remember me being super depressed during that whole situation, but I could only do one piece. And my audience knows I'm used – I was – back in college, I used to do, like – I was the principal dancer. I was in every single piece. I was doing quick changes, that whole thing. And when I did the piece at Mesa College, I could only do one piece because I was so focused on school at the time. Yeah. And so I was 
I remember crying about it. I don't know if you remember me crying that I couldn't do more like than that one number. No. No, you don't remember? remember. No. Oh my God. I was going through like inner turmoil because I couldn't like dance to the full ability that I wanted to dance to. Right. But you do remember that piece though, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember going and, and seeing it. It was like in like El Cajon or La Mesa. It was some, I forget. It was somewhere yeah. like a... Somewhere One of the there. theaters. Yeah, theater over there. But I remember, yeah, that was your first kind of like step back into that world where you were like, okay, like why why the fuck haven't I been doing this? I know. I can't remember. Was that after a landmark or before? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Probably before. Oh, interesting. I think it was before. <laughs> um, but it was when you started where, like you started getting back Yeah, school. I started going back to school. Yeah. Yep. I know the college systems always have really good dance training. Um, have you ever been to something like that before dating me too? Like, did your sis, like Ashley, did she ever do any, she's like more modely. Um, Recitals? no, because she was like really young. So that oh, wasn't okay. anything like that. You know what I mean? Like little like. Recitals. So that was your first, like going to a little theater? Uh, besides like going to like a play or something, uh-huh. like when I was like a kid or like field trips, like on for artistic things like that like yeah oh that's cute yeah you're so supportive babe um let's see oh we had like a i feel like we we don't have this joke anymore but we had like a running joke for a long time that i didn't really dance for real yeah like every time that aaron would be like dance or like i don't think you dance like i would do this like weird like ugly shuffle and i'd be like i dance and like did you think that i danced for real or you thought i was like kidding this entire time no i mean i know you did because you showed me the videos of when you did oh okay but <laughs> like i i think for a while you didn't you didn't like like how you are now where mm-hmm. it's like it was such a integral like part of your life and it's like you know it's like damn near part of your identity right like back then like i feel like you'd kind of lost touch with that so, like, when we first met, you weren't doing it consistently. So, it's, like, I knew you had done it before, but I didn't know that it was so important because, like, you weren't mm. doing it. And, like, I had never been with you while you were doing it. So, like, that was part of the running joke where I'm, like, okay, cool. Yeah, you used to dance before. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Like, but it wasn't something that you were actively doing. So, like, not that I didn't take you seriously, but it was. No, like, no, no. Like, I know. You weren't it doing was, it all the it time. It was so. funny, though. Yeah. It was the, what movie is that? It's the dance from Pulp Fiction. That mm, dance. Yes. The John Travolta or Uma Thurman. That dance. Yes. Do you ever feel like my dancing takes priority? And how can I fix this if it does? You could be completely honest. This is a safe space, Aaron. Not necessarily. I think that, you know, and this is like one thing that I've learned recently too that I've kind of like thought about. And we talked about this. It's like you like have like these certain like seasons of your life. You know what I mean? And right now, like that's just like the season you're in. So it's just like, yeah, like does it suck sometimes that like you're doing shit and we don't have like time to spend together on a weekend since we're busy as fuck like during the week? Yeah. But like, do I take it personally? Like, no. You know, and it's like I see that you're doing something and like you have a plan and it makes you happy. And you have like a long-term goal or vision as to like what you're trying to hit and obtain. So it's like, it's just like the season that you're in. It's the season that we're in. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? So um, do I think that it takes priority over? No, but is a pri- is it a priority? Yes. You know what I mean? And like, why else? Like the other part too is like, okay, well like, why would I get upset 
when you're trying to do it when it's like well like we have this fucking place in like la and it's like well if that's that if i if like what would be the point of all this yeah you know what i mean like what would be the point of like you going out and trying to find a job or or, or do a job and then we'd be like oh like well we don't get to hang out for this one specific fucking weekend or day and it's like well then like what was the point of like doing this whole thing of you coming out here and having a place in la and me staying in san diego then it's like none of that would even make sense like you know what i mean yeah it's like then it wouldn't be worth everything that you're doing so it's like yeah like now it's kind of like okay that's just what it is like you have free reign do what you need to do so that way you can hit your goals and be happy and like make the most of like what you have at the moment yeah oh yours you know what though like props to you you're a rare breed because i really do talk to a lot of dancers and that's not the case with a lot of people's like husbands or boyfriends or whatever like they have issues like well for one i hear a lot of girls saying that their significant other um may may complain about what they're wearing to class no do you ever i don't really be i be i'm a little shy when it comes to wearing stuff that it's like super revealing but i do when there's an occasion yeah does that ever make you feel weird not necessarily. Mm. Like, I feel like I'd be lying if I just said completely, like, no. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. It's like, you're still my, like, wife. Right, you know right. I mean? But at the same time, it's like, well, again, what is the point of you going there and then, like, not doing what everyone else is doing and right. like, being able to, like, compete? Right. You know I mean? It's like, okay, well, I'm expecting to go to a class and wear a fucking turtleneck. It's like, no. Right. Like, so, turn up, so turn up, huh? So be the best what? No, I'm just like... <laughs> Be the best, modest version of yourself you want to be. You know <laughs> okay. Oh. I mean? But yeah, I think what it comes down to too is like I have the perspective of like I remember when I was like super, super busy like with my shit mm-hmm. and like you were extremely supportive and like you just like let me do my thing and right. like I had full reign and like I didn't have any restrictions or anything like that. Like you remember like I'd be like working super so late. So what you do? I never bug you. Yeah, like it'd be like, yo, I gotta go to this city, or I gotta go do this, or I gotta go do this, and it's like, okay, cool, go do it. You know what I mean? So it's like you were there or like supportive when I had to like just go out and do my own thing. So it's like, I think the part where the, the what I'm looping this back into is like, if you have a partner and maybe they've never had their own thing, right? Not to say that maybe they, they just work a job or something like that, even like that. But, like, if they've never had that thing that they've been, like, working on, they're devoting all their time, attention, like, giving it 100%, then it's hard for someone to understand whether it's, mm. like, it's an artistic type of thing or it's even, like, for myself, like, it was, like, a business type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. So, if you don't have something like that, then it's hard for the other person to understand. Yeah. So, I feel like that's why it's easy for me to get it because I'm, like, yo, I remember when you know i did i was at that point and um you let me do whatever the fuck i needed to do you know what i mean so yeah we kind of let each other do whatever the fuck we need to do we but we always like keep each other in consideration like i'm always like hey i'm doing this or you know what i mean hey when you were like i'm gonna go to utah with the sales boys Like, we loop each other in. Or, I gotta go to Miami. Or, I gotta go to yeah. Atlanta. Or, yo, I'm gonna go to Vegas. Right. I'm gonna go to Columbia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I never... I just let you do whatever. But also, I really like... So, Aaron came with me on the last job I did when I was the choreographer, creative director mm-hmm. for a video. And I really liked you having... Like, liked you there. Like, to me, 
having you around when I'm in my zone is like quality time. Like I know that's not your quality time because like I know what your quality time is. But to me, that's quality time. So it made me like super happy that you were there and like seeing me in like my zone. And like I always say like when we have kids, like I want my kids to like our kids to like come with me on set and like come with me to class and like come with me when I'm doing stuff. And I also want our kids to like go with you when you're doing stuff like seeing your parents and like their zones and their roles as their their zone of genius. Mm -hmm. I think that's so cool. And so I loved when I loved when you were there with me last weekend. Did you like that? Um, you got to see me be bossier than I usually am. Yeah, I mean it was cool. Like, I mean, shit, I wouldn't have did any. I would. I'd have nothing else better to do. In my okay, time. period. You know what I mean? Okay. So like, I would have been at fucking home watching TV or on the computer or some shit. So nice. At least I got a chance to be social and ate snacks. Chauffeur some 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 dancers. Some dancers and fed you all day. Yeah. Listen to music. Just hung out. It was cool. Just vibe, you know. Slay. Okay. <laughs> um. Do you ever hate the time commitment like of our current situation? Like we have done back and forth stuff when I was in school, when I was in San Francisco flying every week. Now we're doing LA, San Diego and driving every other week or year. So Aaron was here all this week. And so like, are you like, be honest? Because sometimes I get, I'm like, you know what I mean? But like, does it suck? What? No, not not necessarily, and it's like it's one of those like yes and no type mm-hmm. of things because it's like I have gotten to a point now where I have like a much more consistent routine, mm-hmm. but I also like hate monotony. So like, we do, yeah. So like, and like the, <laughs> we do. the polar opposite of that is that like I also like kind of thrive in chaos. We do. You know what uh, I mean? So it's like it's it's like a it's a good balance of like okay I got my routine, but then also I have the ability to like jet up here if I want to and like throw my whole schedule off and like be chaotic um, but then i can also be here and like have a routine and a schedule too so i think it's nice to just have a the chance of like just breaking up like your day-to-day mm-hmm. you know because if not then the, then it then every day kind of starts feeling like the same especially like where i'm at now where it's like i do have more of like a routine instead of before like a year or so ago things were much more chaotic mm-hmm. just like how my day went and now it's like it's it's more routine, so it adds a little bit more of that element of like unpredictability and chaos that I actually enjoy. Yeah, we do kind of thrive in that environment. I don't know what it is. If that's it's probably a trauma. I was gonna say, are we trauma bonding right now? Probably. <laughs> but also, well, actually, you grew up. I grew up in that environment. Yeah, because yeah. your dad's navy, and so you guys were always moving yeah. and stuff. I was so always moving every two or three years. I was always the new kid. Right. I was always thrown into different situations, new people, different scenarios, different environments. Uh, so like, I thrive in that. Oh God, it is a trauma bond, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's interesting though because even when I talk about like our future, I think I just started bringing this up to you how I. And I've said it on the podcast, like my next step, like the next thing that would be in my world would be like, we live in Vegas, but I'm able to still fly back to L.A. when needed to work here or do that. Yeah. I don't know why that's just such a thing, like being able to go back and forth. But it does. Yeah, it does break up the monotony. And but I also thrive in in routine routine and consistency, though, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of like, that's what I mean. Like you get the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like there's a good aspect of having a routine, which is like the bad aspect of like being unpredictable and being chaotic. Right. But then like, you know, what is it? Like familiarity breeds contempt or whatever the cliche term is. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, having yeah. a good routine is good, but it's like, do you really want to do the same fucking thing every day, day in and day out? It's Depends, like, no, that yeah. shit kind of gets boring. So it's nice to be able to like have that. That's why like some people like are like nomadic these days. And, right. Like, have like, you know, home-based jobs that like don't require them to actually be at home if they don't want to. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's like a pretty common thing nowadays with everyone working from home where like. I mean, it's like you can work from home, but like doesn't mean you got to be home. Right. You know what I mean? So that's true. Well, it's cool because I think when we initially thought I was going on tour and like all that, who I don't know, it's very up in the air, but I was like panicked because I was like, what are we going to do or what am I going to do? And I was like, how am I, what am I going to say to Aaron? Like I told Reagan first, I told my mom and they were all like, what are you going to tell Aaron? And I was like, I have no idea. Like I'm panicked. And I was like a little relieved when we thought it was going to be somewhere that you might come with me. Yeah. Cause I don't, and my listeners know, like I really, I don't like at this point in my life, I don't want to be away from you. Like that's the one thing that would really like deter me or like really drive me nuts. If I was going on tour with an artist or I would really be sad. Like, I know that sounds like so lame you guys, but like, I would really be sad. Like I really, I just, I need to be around you. Like, even if we're both working, I just need that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so if we ever, if that ever comes, which hopefully, fingers crossed, it does, it, I really hope that it's something that you could, like, come with me with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would that be, like, annoying to work on the road, though, with what you do? Um, not, 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 not really. Like, as long as I'm able to have at least, like, some structure. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, that's the only thing. You know okay. I mean? And then, obviously, with what I do, it's, like, you know, I can be anywhere. Aaron works from home, you guys. Yeah. As, as long as I got my laptop, you know, internet, I can pretty much do what I got to do any, anywhere I'm at. Um, the only difference would be is like if you traveled internationally, like to like crazy right. time zones, then, then it'd be tough since like I got to still kind of like be like available for like US hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when we were talking, it was like Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. And it's like, yeah, dude, I can do that. That's like, it's like going to miami i'd be so happy if i ever have to go on a dance job best believe i'm trying to bring aaron with me um most annoying thing about dating someone artistic so not even necessarily a dancer just someone i'll and when i say artistic i want to say like imaginative like i kind of don't i don't know i i'm like a little far out there sometimes what's annoying Uh, about that probably indecision Ooh. But like, I'm also kind of indecisive. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, but like, when it's not your thing, then you want it to be decisive. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you you allow yourself to be indecisive, but then it's like your partner or someone else, you're like, dude, just, just pick up, something. Just make up your fucking mind. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe that, I'm trying to, I can't really think of an example, but like, that's the first thing that came to yeah. my mind is like indecision or, um, I probably, that'd probably be really it because I can kind of get, go into, different parts of like okay like what are we doing in the next six months with our life i don't know our game plan next three to five (laughs) i couldn't tell you it depends on if i'm booked exactly kind of just depends it's up in the air you know what i mean but like that's also like i'm used to that with like business you know you can only predict so much so um 
I guess I would say that, but other than that, I'm trying to think of anything else. That comes if that's mind. the worst thing, that's not too bad. Well, for you, because like I said, when I talk to other people, it's not always the, the case. I don't even know like what advice I would give. Like with uh with my like clients that come to me and they're like, you know, my my partner's having like a hard time with me dancing right. and I give them and we try to do this. I give them the advice to schedule time with them. Yep. Like to really put it in the books, like to really like write down when and we're we're kind of falling on that right now. But I mean, yeah, it's something that you got to do consistently. That's mm-hmm. the thing. You can't just be like, "All right, we're just going to do we're this." We're going to hang out more. Yeah, you can't just be like vaguely, we're just going to, we're going to try to hang out and see each other more. It's like, okay, now you got to like put it on the calendar and like be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, you have to do it with intention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, cause that's probably yeah. my worst. I guess I on. hate let that me, part. Let me take over this podcast real quick. Take what are some the of the scenarios right? that your listeners are going through? Um, well with like. Their partners. their partners or their families it's definitely like i'm going to class i want to wear certain things because we do have to wear not that we do but you know you go to class you want to look the part and yeah. it is revealing sometimes so yeah. that's definitely one and okay. we kind of talked about that one i mean I, I don't i'm trying to think of the solution for that one really there's What solution would I even have? We've never been... Have I ever been in that position with you where I've worn something? It's usually me that's like, Aaron, should I wear this? And you're like, just fucking wear it. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It's never really flip-flopped. I feel like your partner should like appreciate you. Because that's the thing. Like, Aaron, you be getting the real thing at home. So like, I feel like just appreciate... You know, huh? What does that mean? Huh? Like, like they should appreciate you and like how beautiful you are and stuff. And if you want to go like showcase that and be like confident, they should like celebrate that with you. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be like a hide your body kind of type thing. Cause that's what it kind of is. Like they'll say like, Oh, my husband's like, why do you want to post that? You know, like the dance videos. Yeah. Like, why do you want to post that? Why do you want to wear that to class? And it's like, well, because I feel proud of this and i look good and i look the part you know what i mean but yeah i don't know maybe it's harder for guys is that like a yeah I, I, uh, I guess i would say so like if i just put myself in like the shoes of like the average like dude dude right? yeah like the, and aaron's like very dude well i guess like, aaron's the a dude's say, dude like, they probably don't get it because again like the only thing that i can refer back to is like okay like what type of things like obviously i wasn't out there like dressed in a certain way or something like that like my business <laughs> but it's like those type of things apply with other things right mm-hmm. so like with my business it could be like yo like you're risking a lot of like money right you know to do xyz right, right? so it's like totally different than like dancing and like maybe having like revealing clothing but it's like, okay, well, like on the flip side, risky, risk, like for a business owner, it's like, okay, I'm putting, you know, I'm going into debt or something like that. And then right. like your like girlfriend or your wife or your partner is like, can't even fathom that idea because they aren't in that headspace, headspace or that right. realm. So it's like, that's probably more of what it is. There's probably some insecurity there. It's probably the fact that they don't want other dudes 
looking at their girl on the gram. No one's ever. Has anybody ever clowned you for like me? Absolutely not. They better not, huh? I don't think they would. (laughs) No. Um. So yeah, I mean that's that's a tough thing. It's like, and then I guess I mean you kind of set that that conversation just be like, yo, like. You still have to have like boundaries and relationships and stuff and like. Yeah, we've always like respected each other, though. Like, like I said, like or like you've said, like I allow you to do your thing, you allow me to do my thing, and we like support each other, even though we don't fully understand. Because there's a ton of like finances and ten xing and all that kind of stuff. I don't really get, but I'm like, go. Yeah, I'm sure, Aaron. there's times where I'm like, yo, I spent this much money on this oh, thing. Oh God, and yes. You're like you can't even fathom doing something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely that, but I'm not I'm going to let you do your thing, you know. Yeah. I trust your decision. Yeah. I think that would be the hard part is like mm. one partner having like goals or maybe ambitions or just like a creative outlet outside of like their normal day-to-day and then the other one maybe doesn't. Mm. Then like that I feel like would be tough to like combat Balance. because then like they don't have that other perspective to be like, "Well, I kind of do the same thing, but like something different." Mm-hmm. She allows me or he allows me to do that. So I think like that's like at least like the benefit, like that's the the fortunate thing that like you and I have, where it's like you've allowed me to do things more specifically with like business related mm-hmm. things, and then like yours is more artistic, creative, dance type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes hand in hand. But if one of us didn't have didn't have the other thing, yeah, and you know, then it'd be kind of tough to to see the other side of it. I think know? so. I I'm trying to think if there was ever a time where I felt. Because I know that when I was not dancing, I was very depressed and maybe, I don't know, I, 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 there was probably a time where I was like, why aren't you hanging out me, with me? But like, yeah. I didn't have my own something going on and that's yeah. probably why. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other thing Just is... get a fucking hobby, dude. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, yeah, because they need to fulfill their self, like, you have to be like yourself besides your partner, but like together, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for sure. Um... The other thing is just like home life balance. Like I, it's hard. Like I know that when we have kids, it's going to be really hard for me because I'm going to want to like be completely in it. And like, I don't want to fall short of that. But then it's like, I don't want that to take away from dance. So right now, like, do you feel like I don't have, well, we're kind of traditional guys. I try to be like wifey stuff at home. So like, do you feel like I don't have like my wife, persona at home because i'm dancing so much or do you feel like i'm able to do both i mean you do both because it's like okay well what the fuck does that even mean like what i expect you just to stay home all day do laundry all day cook all day there's but that's there's people that that do that like and they're happy like um, yeah 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 i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but it's like you balance it's all about like time allocation you know what i mean mm. so like granted yeah, like, after, like, I'm done working and you're done working, like, would I love just to fuck off four or five hours before we have to, like, pass out and, like, start the day all over again? Yeah, there's certain days where, like, yeah, that'd be cool just to, like, not do anything. But it also is, like, like we've done that and, like, that gets boring. Mm. So it's, like, you know, like, you going to dance, like, then I'm, like, oh, okay, shit, I need to, like, yeah, I just should go to jiu-jitsu today or I should mm. go to the gym or, like, yeah, I don't need to just, like, like stop working and then just, like, veg out out, yeah the day so it's like it's good to like have that hustle and bustle and like that constant like you know improving on something in yourself like just doing hard shit you know what i mean because like one thing for me that i've noticed is like 
you know, like, am I chasing like comfort or am I putting myself in like uncomfortable situations? And it's like, you're not going to like grow or anything just by chasing comfort. And that's like something that I sometimes default to, especially like after working all day and then being like, fuck, I'm tired. I'm burnt out. I don't want to talk to nobody. But then it's like, well, that's when you got to then like, you know, pivot and do shit like for yourself or like at least have like an outlet. And that's like what I've luckily been able to find with jujitsu because before that it was all just like money business mm-hmm. like finance yeah yeah like you know get rich die <laughs> trying like 50 cent shit you know what i mean yeah fuck sleep i can sleep when i'm dead oh my god you know i'm glad I mean? that like, you're not like that anymore yeah so um yeah because that 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 like that can only take you so far and then at a certain point, then you burn out and then like, you're like, why the fuck? Like, why am I even really doing this? You know what I mean? So it's nice to be able to like turn off, have something that's creative. Cause that's what I see with mm. jujitsu is it, it's like fucking human Tetris. You know what I mean? So yeah. it does bring the creativity out, but then it's also physical, it's active and um, it's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, get a fucking hobby. I love that. I love that because you know what? Sometimes dance gets so serious for me and I forget that I'm like supposed to be like having fun. I feel like a lot of dancers do that. But like in your case, like you have like jujitsu. It's not like you're trying to become a jujitsu teacher. You're not trying to. Yeah, there's nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, like, it's, like it can be competitive, but it's like all in the nature of good fun. Like I have no desire or plan to like ever try to go professional or to. Yeah. Like, compete and if i do like it would be totally with like the frame of like just doing my best and having fun yeah kind of thing. like i have no pressure to like have any specific like way of success with mm-hmm. it and that as actually is awesome no that's fucking amazing because dance starts off like that for a lot of dancers we dance because we really enjoy it yeah. and then it becomes this whole fucking like yes it does and it's only yourself doing that to yourself you know what i mean and so like yeah i need to remind myself i feel that way with like work and business yeah like that so it's like if i can get away from that by doing this you know what i mean Mm. what happens to dancers when their work is dance and then their escape is dance you know what i'm saying like how do you do that that's a very meta question we don't we don't need to answer that yeah that's tough (laughs) i don't know that's tough um what's the coolest thing about being with someone who's artistic or like imaginative, creative. The coolest thing. The fun, the coolest thing or the most insightful thing or what do you enjoy? Hmm. Um, I would say maybe the coolest thing would be the fact that it's cool to watch somebody do something that they're so passionate about. You know what I mean? So hmm. it's like, because I didn't have that or I don't have that. Like when it comes to something like creative or like artistic, like it's more, again, business related. So it's cool to like watch somebody like just have a different goal or thing in mind that they like actually like love and care about and are passionate about and like that. Um, trying to think of something else, but like. That's a good answer. Yeah. I mean, shit, dude, you're on. You fucking create, that means that that means podcast, that. So it's like <laughs> this is random. <laughs> isn't it random it is pretty random because i feel like i used to make fun of people that had podcasts and then here i am and you know what the funny thing is i really enjoy it too it's like i feel like i'm a talk kind of person like i 
be talking. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it only made sense that I would make a podcast instead of like a blog. Because I feel like I've been trying to do a blog for like since we lived in PB. I had notes in this binder of blog ideas. Interesting. That I never did. So obviously I'm not a writer. Yeah. <laughs> obviously I'm a talker. Yeah. Um, no, and that's cool because I feel like if, well, I hope that you, well, do you enjoy me dancing? Like, do you, does it bring you joy to watch me dance? Um, that's a loaded question. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. So I tell my students all the time, you don't want to strive for perfection. You want to strive for being entertaining. Okay. Like that's important to me. So like I, when I show you a video and you're like genuinely entertained, I'm like, cause Aaron's not going to lie to me, you guys. Like if it's not good, like he's, he's going to be like, good job. He's going to be like, nice mama, but he's not going to like, like specifically be like, this is really good. But if it's something that's really good that he likes, like he's going to point it out. Like he's not going to sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to no. think of like the last thing that you like really liked that I did. I was like super stoked off of it. Fuck, what was it? Uh, was it like a... I can't remember. Concept video or something or... I don't remember. I do like ran. It's like random stuff that I don't even like appreciate. And you're like, that's cool. Like, I don't know. It'll come to me. And we'll, yeah. I'll tell you later. But um, yeah, like I I get stoked seeing you get stoked for real when I do... Oh. Well, that video that I did for coaching, like, I think it was the last one where I had the red shorts on and the, like, black bandana top on. I don't okay. even remember. I, I remember that outfit. I don't remember the... the oh, the, you were like, this is good. No, this is good. And I was, like, very, like, impressed because I was like, oh, wow, he actually really likes this one. Like, he's not gonna... But then I'll show you, like, hip-hop. Oh, didn't I show you hip-hop? And you're like, yeah, go full out or something. And I was like, damn, that is my full out. <laughs> like i don't know but like i know that you're not gonna sugarcoat shit so i get i get stoked when you're genuinely impressed so mm. to see to hear that you are you really enjoy that watching someone be passionate about something is, is cool because i know that you're you're not lying no <laughs> yeah um what kind of music would you like to see me create two more this is like a random one our music choices are like a little different when it comes to because you're like trap all these yg nba i don't know i don't know who you listen to nowadays i actually don't really listen you listen to, to gen z rap i actually don't really listen to music that much anymore no, okay um, you listen to my podcast that's why yep every day every Thursday. <laughs> um what were you saying what music would i enjoy you yeah like if you to? could pick a song for me to like create to me we should do a series like aaron chose this song yeah Maybe more like R and B type shit, mm. like or like soulful shit. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, like when I hear when I say when you say soulful, I think of Erica Badu. Okay. Where do you go? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't really think of that to be quite quite it's honest. Okay. But um, yeah, not like I don't Alicia know. Keys. Yeah, maybe some like Alicia Keys mm. or some like. Uh, Frank Ocean or like, oh Frank Ocean would be good, huh? uh, like yeah that category. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I've been doing some popular shit because uh, hills. Yeah, yeah, like the hip hop or like super like 
poppy fucking TikTok ass like ish. I've like, been doing those songs like yeah, eh, you know. What yeah, I, mean? I know. But like, like more artistic type right. of stuff. You know what I mean? More eclectic music, things like that. I feel like That'd I do that cool. with my contemporary, huh? I think that is like your jam. I know. It Aaron is. likes my contemporary guys. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like more so than heels. Definitely more so than hip hop. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody knows I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I think the contemporary is like your thing. It is. I think it's funny too because I, I've been. I. I am. I need to go back to it. But like, I hear the comments about contemporary a lot. Everyone always is like, "Oh, you're contemporary," and I'm like, I don't even think about my contemporary like that but Mm. if a student told me that like oh i don't even think about that i do this good i'd be like well that's your superpower yeah like so i have to remember that like contemporary is my like superpower because it just comes really naturally to me so i have to lean into it more in dance do you want to be more like balanced or well-rounded or do you want to be like the specialist and like the expert Mm. i think it's really important to be well-rounded but definitely know what you're good at. I yeah. think um, at this well at this time in my life, I'm definitely trying to just be commercial. So whatever is popular right now, which yeah. you know I'm trying to be like in that lane. Like I need to do more hip. That's why I'm doing more hip hop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but I definitely know that my like core is ballet and contemporary. Like yeah. when I'm an old lady, ninety year ninety years old teaching. It's going to be ballet and contemporary. Right. Like that's my, my go-to for sure. But it is really important to be well-rounded for jobs and, right. you know, like twerk. I don't twerk at all, but like that's like a popular genre. Do you ever see me? Tw- I mean, I, I taught one twerk class. Do you mm. remember that? No. During the pandemic? The pandemic? Yeah. The pandemic. Um... We actually, so Aaron, he, he don't dance, um, but he did take new style hustle with me mm-hmm. and shout out Lisa, my amazing clients. Um, she's part of the San Diego new style hustle community. She's actually a teacher at, I think she still teaches at facility or, or her boyfriend has taken over now. So hi Lisa, shout out to you. And, um, we took her class when was that that was a little bit before our wedding because we thought that we were going to do a whole thing for the wedding Uh, but um like january february is it january yeah sometime beginning towards the beginning of this this year yeah uh new style hustle is a partnering style i don't know too much about it i would love to bring like lisa on or something and talk a little bit more about the history and stuff but it's a social dance and uh the leads can switch or something like that and i'm probably butchering it but um that was our first experience together like as a couple like doing like doing a, a class doing yeah. a class um how was that working working together it was fun it was fun yeah it was fun i think um, we did good. like yeah i'm not gonna lie like i was a little nervous because i was like yo i don't really do this <laughs> like this is not me uh but lisa's boyfriend said you were a natural i mean well of course duh of course i no, mean hello no um <laughs> uh, but no i had i had hella fun that was fun it was super cool I would have loved to like have a drink and do that with you. 
I was going to say that. That's that would have been like, fun. Yeah, that's something like you like, you know, you do. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, well, where's the spot that we go to on the weekend? Where yeah. We do this, like, and bust that out in public type of shit. They do that. We need to do. Well, our schedule is crazy. But like if we have a chance, we should definitely make that a date night. That would be so fun. I would love that. Definitely with the drink. Because I'd be like, come on, Aaron. One, two, five, six, seven, eight. Let's go. The rock step and all that. Yeah. No, that shit was dope, though. That, that was, was cool. fun. We were doing it. I have videos. I'll post them. <laughs> um, Last. Well, let's see. What do I want to do? We'll do one last question and then like a wrap up question and then a this or that. I think I'm going to do that with all my peeps. Um, question. Did you know that you inspire me when yeah. I'm dancing? Did you know that you inspire me when I'm dancing? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, why? Because I tell you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be a surprise. Not to ruin your thunder, yeah. Damn! No, you do. Um, So, like, in class, when, like, instructors are like, think of something that, like, moves you, or, like, think of, like, if it's, like, a sexy song or something like that, I always think about you. Yeah. I really do. And I think it helps, honestly. Like, I don't know if it's facials or what, but, like, having that intention and just, like, thinking of somebody, so... Just want to let you know that you inspire me, Pooh. You gotta have your inspiration somewhere. You are my inspiration. Um, so before we end and like go into this or that and like wrap up, um, this can be a completely huge topic on its own. But is there any type of like one little snack of advice that you would give dancers or artists or athletes from like a business perspective and that's like huge question but whatever random advice you want to just throw out there for peeps um i guess it just kind of all depends on like what your goal is right mm-hmm. so I, don't, I mean do you have any specific like scenarios or examples mm, or just let's like general see. just like setting yourself up maybe um <laughs> I feel like people will be stressed about the taxes thing. I've heard like four people talk about that, whether I've heard a videographer say that the other day and then dancers who like take payments and stuff like, right. how can you, is there a way to be more organized or I, I'm trying to think what the question would be. So like if you're a freelancer, yeah. and you're taking funds for, let's say you teach yes. classes and like it all kind of depends on like the amount that you actually end up making. Oh, okay, at the end of that's the year. crucial. I forget what it is. I think it's like twelve k or less. Like you don't really have to necessarily file taxes on it. I'm not a certified. I'm assuming tax, that's per year. Not a certified tax person, so don't. I hold should me bring accountable. on a tax accountant. Um, so it just depends, right? Like if you're like pulling in like a couple grand a month and it's something consistent, then like yeah, at that point you'd probably want to legitimize. But if like it's something towards like a one off here and there, like mm. just take your money. You know what I mean? But if it is something to where it's like, yo, this is my career and this is like damn near what I do full time. It's Mm -hmm. not like just like a part time gig. Number one, you can always like actually solidify yourself and like create an entity like an LLC. Mm -hmm. Right. That way it protects you to a certain degree. Like not that like there's like a lot of risk that comes with like your guys' like profession per se. Like it's not like there's a lot of liability. You never know. But yeah, for that, you know, sake, it's like create an LLC, get a business bank account, all the funds that you receive from anything business related, have it go to your business checking account, not to your personal funds. Mm -hmm. And then that way, like, let's talk about like dancers, right? When you're going and either doing a job or you're investing into yourself, you're taking classes, you're buying clothes, you're driving, you are. I didn't think about buying clothes. 
you're investing into teachers or coaches or mentors. Yeah, that's or you're buying equipment, right? Or anything that has to do with that aspect of the business. You know, again, I'm not a tax advisor, but for the most part, you can write everything off, right? And that can be deducted against like what you yeah. actually make. So it's like, you know, there's ways of being able to leverage like the fact that you have a business and you're legitimizing to the fact mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, well, you can claim income, which could help you in other ways, depending mm-hmm. on what you want to do. But you can also write off things that you're already spending money on, such as like, classes is huge actually maybe your hair maybe your nails no i know yeah i never even thought about that you know so i would talk to a tax professional Mm -hmm. but um that'd be the first thing is like legitimize yourself the other thing would be you know and i kind of come from the space which is like the high ticket coaching space like plenty of people are able to like take an expertise and like monetize it Mm, right and like depending on the industry that you're in you know, and like your level of experience and your level of expertise, like people will pay X amount of dollars to learn from an expert, right? So whether that's like digital courses or whether that may be a mentorship, one-on-one, group coaching, um, a mastermind, a masterclass, whatever, right? Like there's plenty of ways to be able to monetize off of something that you know that you're an expert in and you can help others like get the same result. So that'd be the main thing. That's major. If you are doing something and it is an artistic way, the hard part for most artists is to, how do I make money? How do I actually, Mm -hmm. how am I able to survive off of this? Like, and specifically if you're even thinking about like your normal corporate gigs, maybe you're not really going to get paid much, but like that doesn't mean that you can't like monetize on your own, right? Like we live in the world of social media. You can obviously use those to your advantage and leverage them, but you know, creating a good offer, creating a program, something that's like scalable of not only your time, but also your knowledge, like you can make some full-time money or some side money. Yeah, that's my, that would be a goal. That's why I, I, I feel like I clean up. Well, I love dental hygiene, but yeah. I, that's my safe job <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, awesome. Thank you, Aaron. So we're going to do this or that. Okay. So no explanations. You just pick this or, or that. One or the other. One or the other, whatever it's called. Okay. This or that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, ballet or hip-hop? Hip-hop. Oh, surprise. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Nike. Ashanti or Mariah Carey? Ashanti. Oh, that was a quick one. Uh, Los Angeles or Las Vegas? I'm about to say Vegas. I was going to say Vegas, too. Uh, jiu-jitsu or boxing? Oof. I'm about to say jiu-jitsu. I would think so, huh? Tupac or Biggie? Oh. I know. Um, fuck. Right. Biggie. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, Raising Canes or The Habit? Canes. I know. That was a dumb one, huh? Okay. Grande Nitro Cold Brew with Sweet Cream Foam or Yerba Mate? Specifically the Peach Yerba Mate. I'm probably still going to have to go with the, the nitro cold brew. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised it's on that one. a little more rich. You know what I mean? A little more fancy drinking that shit. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you do spend like $7 at, at Starbucks yeah, for so, it. You know, I don't really feel like a bother drinking out of a can. You know? Mm. <laughs> um, dropping our kids off at jujitsu or dropping them off at ballet? Jiu-jitsu. Mm. Ballet. Okay, this last one's really important. Me on tour with Nicki Minaj or me on tour with Drake? 
Am I coming? You're coming. Where are we going? Who are we going with? It's a good one. I know. Like, are me and Drake like friends? You're you're cool. Y'all are cool for real. What if it was Nikki? You're cool with Nikki too. Hmm. Nikki fucks with you. Hmm. I know this is a hard one. It's a hard one. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Doja Cat. I hate you. All right. <laughs> well, this concludes our episode. So thank you so much for coming on my podcast, Aaron. Are you going to listen to it now? I am. Okay, perfect. Excellent. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Do me a favor. Make sure you rate this episode. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Leave me a review, and I will be sure to uh, uh, give you a shout-out the next episode, and we will talk to you guys later.